you're listening to Chase Your Enthusiasm with your host, Chase Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Chase O'Donnell. My name is Chase O'Donnell. Hi, um, happy to be here. Happy you're here. Today we are going to be reviewing Season 11, Episode 5 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I have a very special guest uh, joining us today. His name is Evan Rash. He was a co-star in Season 10 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And season 11, he actually worked on the show. So uh, we became buds. And I'm really excited to hear what he has to say about this episode and um, more about what he thought about working on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's a really cool guy. You're gonna watch and go, whoa, he's cool. So it's always cool to hear a cool guy's opinion. You know what I mean? All right, so <laughs> is it? Is that what everyone wants? Is that what everyone's interested in? Okay, cool. Before we jump in to the interview, I have some cool uh, news. Speaking of cool things, there have been brands reaching out to me that have wanted to do partnerships together, and I've turned down all of them because uh, I don't, I haven't liked, I haven't liked the brands. There is finally a brand like this company that I'm a huge fan of it's called little words project so they make jewelry and i'm wearing it i haven't taken it off since i got it so the bracelet i chose says believe and they have all different bracelets um, that you can choose from with encouraging words on them i just really like the message of this brand they are a woman-owned company they believe words matter, so use kind ones. Collaboration wins over competition always. These are their mottos. Kindness starts with self-love. I just really like what this company stands for. Basically, the, how how this works is if you're interested in, in purchasing a, a bracelet, head over to littlewordsproject.com and at checkout, just type in Chase15 and I believe you get 15% off and Chase is spelled C-H-A-S-E. So simple. You know, I mean, if you are looking for gifts, these are good for like Valentine's or Galentine's or any birthdays coming up. If you needed a gift for any rhyme or reason and you were going to purchase something anyway, I'm I'm just happy to give you a discount. And I, I believe that helps the show. It'll help me out if you do that. Yay, a sponsorship. Little words project. That's the word from our sponsor. Thank you, Chase, for, for sharing that info with us. Of course, anytime. All right, so moving on. This is the point where I share my stand-up shows coming up. I actually have a month off from the tour with Christina P. She just filmed her Netflix special in New York, and it was the most exhilarating experience of my life, and I've been bungee jumping. So that's a pretty exhilarating. It was so much fun. The energy at the Gramercy Theater was insane. I've never performed for a crowd like that in my life. It was such a cool, cool experience. And I'm so grateful for it that, that I was able to open for Christina. And so the next month, I'm just going to be doing shows around LA and focusing on writing new material and yeah so i don't have any shows to share with you except next month uh february 25th i believe and 26th uh, i'll be in miami so if you're in miami i'll see you there so without further ado 
please give a warm welcome to our special guest, Evan. Evan, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Wow, what an honor. What an honor. So good to see you again. It's been a long time. I don't know how many months. It's been a long time. This episode, I'm really excited to talk with you about it. Before before we jump in, Evan, did you want to say any did you wanna did you wanna talk about what you did on the show or just we just wanna go into it? Uh I'm I'm willing to, to get into that. Because you had a really unique position. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was um I was a COVID PA. Right? Mm-hmm. So- you were in the COVID department. Mm-hmm, which right. was the first time in history there's been a COVID department on Curb Your Enthusiasm. On an HBO show, I think. Mm-hmm. Another, I don't know. You guys that. were the most important yeah. role. And I think, um, I, don't know, I don't know what I expected, you know, um, as far as like what the vibe was going to be uh, with, you know, other people on the set. Like I kind of thought, I don't think I had any expectations, but I don't think I expected to be, I felt like an annoyance for sure. You know, well, because you feel like people didn't really respect your position. Yeah. And I didn't either. But I still like, you know, I really felt like I had to win people over. Maybe explain what a COVID PA did. Yeah. So like, for for instance, I would get there, right? Like, let's say 5am call time, and you you, I have to set up the testing tent, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know how it is right at that early in the morning you're kind of like wow i'm here i guess and it's like you gotta set up this this tent and i remember just like my you know because of all the um not purell the, the hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Like, you get so dry right but like the first thing in the morning i'm like splitting my hands because they're so dry already Oof. and it's like you know it's just like it's an unpleasant activity definitely now i'm remembering it's it's been a while i'm coming back to remembering anytime we saw each other on set we just go I'm miserable. Oh, yeah. I'm so unhappy. <laughs> Which is hilarious because you always, you were always so, you know, all smiles. And I felt like. Oh, yeah. But no, I, I would say anytime we talked, it was about how tired and miserable we were. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like you set up the tent yeah, and then like the nurses are there and like, you know, God bless the, the nurses. Right. No, I mean, mm-hmm. no, I'm not trying to be. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah. God bless the nurses. God yes. bless the nurses, right? <laughs> but some of them, sometimes, you know, you're like setting up this tent. You're like setting up all the like you got to set them their trash cans up and get like you know you got to set up their whole kit, basically. But like sometimes they're like, I'm cold, you know, like can you? Set oh, yeah. A lot of times they were cold. Yeah, like okay, because we were outside at five a.m. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was rough, but you know sometimes they would get a little yeah needy about the heaters and also they always wanted breakfast i mean come on what get it yourself okay we had to go do everything for them yeah and usually when you're doing that it's like i I haven't had a a second to eat myself yeah i would like to too i I would also like breakfast yeah and i think you have the easier job here sitting in a tent with a space heater paid way more for hours but god bless the nurses but god bless the nurses but god bless the nurses but then on set like once you know because then the crew would come you had to get there before the crew call and yeah the testing set up everyone gets tested and everyone's super happy that that's 
the first checkpoint, right? At mm -hmm. work, that's like their favorite. Part. Everyone, every day, we all started the day with a 5 a.m. <laughs> stick up our nose. And it's like, I, I never thought of it in, in these terms until like halfway through the season. But I remember my dad saying, you know, he was reading articles about the, the weird dynamic between the COVID department and the crew on sets, you know, during COVID. It, it's, it's just like weird to have the people on the bottom of the totem pole sort of keeping everyone up to the top, like, hey, please, like, pull your mask up. Like, that's never going to work. I didn't tell one actor anything. I refused. That was my whole thing. I was like, I'm not, that's not, that doesn't work. You are such a good COVID PA. I know. <laughs> and I really have this problem. I want everyone to like me. And I realize sets is not a place, you know, it's not, PAing is not for people pleasers. No. Oh, let me tell you. I, and I'm a people pleaser. Why you, yeah, we've talked about this. I don't know why you were. I mean, to... if there's a lockup, which is where like you have to make sure people don't oh walk into set and ruin the scene, I would yeah. be like, oh, it's okay. Like, I guess you can go, but I was told you can't. I'm so sorry. Like, I couldn't even do a lockup. I was too nice. So I get it. But... <laughs> How about the look? Because I had to do some lockups too, which I hated so much too, but we're. Where like you know somebody gets through and the way people look at you they're like and all you can do is go like i couldn't know? he i couldn't i guess he said he had to go so i let him go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's our job is to make sure they don't go did you ever interact with larry david it's funny because like you know i don't know larry but i've met him throughout my life because my pops right works on the show right my, my dad is one of the editors it's a big so, time, big time on the show, which is, um, I, I want to say how you got this position, the COVID PA. Nepotism, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm in Westwood, like, I think I'm like doing a lockup or something. I feel this tap on my shoulder and I like turn around and Larry's like right in front of me, like obviously without a mask, I think. And he was like, he was like, I had no idea it was you. Like he, he had such a, like a serious, he was like right there and I hadn't talked to him the whole time. So I was like shook and like, <laughs> he was like, I had no idea it was you the whole time. Why didn't you say something? Like, why didn't you? And I was like, I was like, oh, hey. And I was so taken off guard and I don't know why this is so cringe to me, but I was like, I was like, oh, like, hey dude. I was like, what? Oh, so sorry. Like, like, nice to see you, dude. I literally said like, hey dude, nice. Like I said it twice. Cause I was so like. I think I remember you telling me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's how I am around Larry. And then the next day of shooting, or not the next day, the next time we were on set, and you know, yeah, then I would talk with him a little bit. But I, I actually apologized to him for calling him dude, and he was like, "I like being called dude." Did you apologize in the moment or later? Oh, like when we, day. like, because we got shut down for about two months, so you brought it up two months later. I don't know. I think yeah, that's embarrassing. That timeline seems a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know things were better going, you know. Okay, that. okay. But that sounds like something I would do, so I'm not surprised if you waited two months to apologize for calling uh, yeah, you Yeah, that sounds about right, right? Yeah. So, the episode starts. Basically, do you remember this? Basically, Hal Berman is, I guess, a friend of theirs. He comes over, uh, and then all of a sudden his dad has a heart attack. Right. And Larry is kind of like, um, okay, well, other people are taking care of this. I'm going to keep eating. 
which I think is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then also, I don't know if it was, maybe this is going to come back in another episode, but I think I thought it was this episode where then Larry wanted to leave, but because the ambulance were there, the ambulance was blocking his car. Do you remember this? So then Larry had to go and he got the keys to the ambulance and moved the ambulance's car so that he could move his car. And then Hal Berman sees him do this. After he just saw him eating, he sees him driving the ambulance. (laughs) But they cut that out. It's not in the episode. Oh my God, I can't believe they cut that. And I think it's because, so Hal, the actor who played Hal Berman, he had to, he, there was some scheduling conflict. And when they did reshoots, he wasn't able to be there. So they had to like work around it. And I guess they couldn't really quite work around him not being there. So basically, um, at that lunch, Jeff tells Larry that he should go on a date with this woman, Gabby, who's played by Julie Bowen. Bowman? How do you say it? I think the first one was Bowen. Oh, and what a doll is she. Okay, so. (laughs) Why can't he just like... Why can't he just leave it, you know? <laughs> I do, I, do you, would you, is, that's offensive, right? You know, hey, <laughs> I feel like he operates under a different set of rules, it seems like. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think, I think it's more like, I mean, right in the context of the plot, right? It's more like rude or like bad manners. Yeah. But yeah, I thought like with the way you're asking is like, is that like, it's kind of offensive. Uh, to, you know, you can make well, that. Argument. I would never say that. I would you never. Would... T- yeah. At a sushi restaurant. No. Oh, no my... Well, kind of seems like my dad wouldn't like... go that. Yeah. He wouldn't go that far, but like stuff like that. Yeah. Where he's like, I like that. Like I want to participate. <laughs> okay. Like, it, okay. It okay. comes from a good place. It comes but... from a good place. Now, have you been to Katsua? Have you eaten there? Uh, I think so. But, you know, I think back when I was like in high school. It's been a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, Great restaurant. And season 10, when I worked on the show, I made a Curb Your Enthusiasm eating tour list. And I, I had like a list of every single restaurant that we shot at because Mm -hmm. they shoot at like the best restaurants in LA. And I need to do this for season 11. I need to make an official like eating tour of Curb Your Enthusiasm right. this season, but Katsua is so good. Yeah. Love it, love it. Um, anyways, Julie and, or I guess Gabby and Larry have their date and and Gabby tells him that she slept with a high school student when she was a teacher. Yeah. Okay, if you were on a date and a girl said that to you, and let's say she's 55. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're on a date with a 55 year old. Okay. Would that be a deal breaker? Maybe because she's on a date with you. Or... Okay. You know what? Let's change your age. All yeah, yeah. I'm 55 as well. Right. Okay. Just you to have to be it. 55 as well. <laughs> yeah. So, 
<laughs> is that a deal breaker? I think generational, again, we're coming up against generational <laughs> differences. I don't know if I, if it's a deal breaker, I don't know how I'm going to feel at 55. Or, I don't yeah. think it would be a deal breaker in this situation, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I don't think it would be my favorite. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good look. No. no okay. No. Wouldn't be a good look for her. Um, now, then Larry goes, I have a secret. I know a shortcut to get to the valley. And <laughs> which secret is juicier? I don't know. I think this the shortcut. <laughs> Larry seems to think that the shortcut is just as equal of a secret <laughs> as sleeping with a student. <laughs> so crazy. Do, do you... I thought of like ways for some reason with this. I'm like, does he know about like ways? Obviously, like yeah, because Julie Julie says right comparing me sleeping with a student to ways. <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. Know. yeah. Uh, and then the waiter comes over, tells him not to say Irish or Mama. How do you say it? Irish, Irish, I'ma say. Irish, I'ma say. I'm not gonna pretend like I have. Okay, okay. Pronunciation, honestly. And he leaves his umbrella there. Okay, so moving on. Okay, I wasn't on set for that. And watching that, I find that hilarious. Yeah. I didn't I know was, this happened. Were you there? I was right outside telling people to, <laughs> to fuck off or whatever yeah <laughs> to put their mask on um uh and he ends up spilling soy sauce on vince vaughn's favorite shirt yeah right which is mm -hmm. like right the whole thing is why would you lend out your favorite shirt yeah have you ever lent out a favorite shirt oh it's funny you mentioned that in college i lent my friend these like white sneakers i had and mm -hmm. totally it's like he ran through yeah, I'm ran through mud. Yeah, but I was still like, you know, whatever. It's all, it was okay. Well, was it okay, or you were being nice? I I think in the moment I just sort of was like, that's that, you know. Okay. Like, what, what are you gonna? You can't get mad, right? Well, we'll find out how you can act soon. <laughs> See yeah. what Vince Vaughn does. Okay, so this scene I found um, lovely. Hal Berman asks Larry to pray for his father who had the heart attack. How do you know prayers don't work? Because I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, I think that's the greatest line of this episode. How do you know <laughs> prayers don't work? Because I'm bald. I also think Hal Berman looks a lot like, what's his name? Rob Morrow. No, but yes, I think Rob Morrow looks a lot like that very famous guy. You know the one. He was in Clueless. He was in This Is Forty. He was in everything. That's such a crazy combo of things. This Is Forty. You know who I'm talking about? Paul Rudd. No. Paul, yes. That's the one you meant. Yes, he looks like Paul Rudd. So this is where Vince Vaughn gets really upset with Larry for spilling on his shirt and he used soap which apparently stains i didn't know this i didn't either so they said at once he said i used dial soap to take out the stain they were like <laughs> everyone knows soap stains 
He was like, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know either. Is dial like dish soap, right? I think it's like the basic. Yeah. Like bar soap, like just oh, 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 the oh. most basic soap. I didn't know that either. That's for sure. That's for sure. We learn something every day with Curb. You're upset about that I harassed my sale last night, no, right? No, no, yeah, no. Customer's not supposed to harass my sale. I, I love that the episode is called Arashimase because that that's pretty much what this episode is about, is using the word Arashimase. And now I, I'm pronouncing it correct. Arashimase. Arashimase. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's... that's um, but Larry left his umbrella. He's trying to get it back. The umbrella belongs to the Dallas Omni Hotel because it says that on the umbrella. And this host is not returning it to him. He said, I'll return it to the Dallas Omni Hotel. It, it, it would be my honor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it now to me, I think it's Larry's umbrella. Like if he took it from the Omni Hotel, now it's his. What do you think? It's definitely not the host's. <laughs> I think the host is taking it a step too far and being like, no, it, like it's my duty to return it. That's, that's about, it's about the Urashamase, right? Okay. You're right. Yeah. It's, he's, it's personal. I was at a hotel, um, I want to say Indiana and, and it was raining and I took an umbrella from the hotel. And as I was walking back, it had stopped raining, but there was a homeless woman on the side of the street. And I said, do you want my umbrella? And she said, oh, I would love it. And I gave her the hotel's umbrella. Well, that's a much different kind of, it's not like, you, right? You did a, a good deed with it. I think so, but still it wasn't my umbrella to give her. But I do feel like the, they, they hand out umbrellas to like guests Robin of the Hood. hotel, knowing they might yeah. not see that umbrella again. You're Robin Hood. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's Larry's umbrella. Okay, moving on. Yeah. I think I'm just going to turn around and go home. What? So you'll be a little late. Yeah, I, I can't sit in traffic. I'm, I'm too smart. I'm not like these people. You have to have done something stupid to be in traffic. That's <laughs> my second favorite line of this episode. <laughs> I can't sit in traffic. I'm too smart for this. <laughs> yeah. I really relate to that feeling, too. I especially... And I mean, I do, I sit in traffic all the time. I should, I should have this, like, I should have this mindset. I'm too smart to sit in traffic. So basically Larry goes, I'm not going to go to Saul Berman's funeral. I'm in traffic. I'm turning around. And because Vince Vaughn is so mad, so mad that he spilled soy sauce on his favorite shirt. This is what he does. Larry David, uh, couldn't make it here today. He got stuck in traffic and he turned around and went home. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Okay. you don't, you don't out someone like that. That made me feel so uh, inside when I first saw that. It's Oof. Like, oh man. Let me tell you. Um, so that's what you could have done to the person that walked in mud with your sneakers. Yeah. Right. Could have mm -hmm. outed them in a public forum. Right. Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm, you know, I try to be the bigger person. Yeah, I would have too. I would have been like, it's okay. It was my fault. Yeah, I'm it was sorry. probably my fault. Don't yeah. even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, okay. Dude. So finally, Larry goes on a second date 
with Julie, Gabby. She slept with Scooter. He asked her to prom. What? You told them? No, I didn't. You I swore to me. Didn't say anything. That she saw some of these stuff. Oh, and then of course. He goes out and he doesn't have an umbrella in the rain. <laughs> oh, 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 I remember this day on set. I remember this day too. This this is rain. This is not real rain. This is um fake rain. And we were still told to wear our rain boots to set, but I don't think anyone did. I wasn't told that. Uh, you didn't read the call sheet then. It on the call sheet it said <laughs> To wear your rain, dress for rain. <laughs> There's a lot of info on there. I kind of just call time. Yeah, you got to read the full call sheet. Sometimes, you know, I was at base camp and then I would pop in. And this is one of the scenes I popped in for because I was so excited for the fake rain. I remember the the, the special effects guys or I, maybe that's the right. Ron, yeah, Ron Trost. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's a funny man. That's a funny guy. Uh -huh. um, but I just remember, like, I don't know if it was him or it was his guys, and they were just like, yeah, like pulled this huge truck up that had all the water, and, and just yeah. Any time I encountered a special effects, I mean, yeah, God bless the special effects people there. God they bless are. the nurses and God bless yeah. the special effects. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they they were something else. Were you there when they like they had to shut down San Vicente for each take? There were police there to shut down the road. For the rain, because I don't know, they had to film on the street. They had to get on the street to get the angles. I think, like I was saying, I think Alan and I left like right before, right when they were like getting the rain thing, and everyone was starting to be like, "I want to fucking go home." You know mm -hmm. that part of the day every day. Every yeah, well for me it started around ten a.m. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because the first few hours of the day for me were like. I was running a marathon and then by 10 I could kind of like sit down and that's when I I really needed a nap and just would like to go home. Did you ever take one? Uh-huh. I did a lot. What I, did you you just were comfortable enough like I know that I, nobody's coming to you. No, I I was not comfortable. I was very nervous, but I would sneak into a trailer that wasn't being used and <laughs> sleep. So 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 would you like wake up like, oh my God, no, I'm here. Like, well, you know. I, yeah, my walkie was still on. So I was listening, but asleep. So it, it was a very tricky, you had to be very tricky about it. It must have been nice. I And I know it's because you're lovely and you built up a great rapport with, with everyone on set. But every time you would come to set, it felt like it was like a, like Chase. Like, you know, yes. <laughs> They would go chase on set, chase, on, chase yeah. on set. Yeah, and I'm very uncomfortable with. I didn't ever know what to do. Right, I go hi. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's why they loved it. In the first few weeks, I felt super self conscious about not looking like I was busy at all times. I thought that people hated me if I, you know, if mm -hmm. I was chilling in any way. Yeah, but well, th that's a crazy feeling because then you're like what like trying to like find things like you're trying to look like you're doing something that's yeah. nuts well the first day ever this was season 10 i sat down because i had never worked on a set before i sat down and i got yelled at i 
right. <laughs> Adam was joking, but like upset. And he was like, never sit on my set. So I didn't sit for a year. I didn't sit. I would stand for 16 hours a day. And I, I took that note so seriously. And I was in so much pain. And then a lot of times, like you don't even get lunch, like you're working during lunch. So that's why I would just like always be like, I'm going to the bathroom, but it was just so I could sit down without anyone seeing me. Wait, you would really not get lunch because like you'd be having to deal with the talent and stuff? Yeah, because like a lot of times I'd have to get all the actors lunch and then I'd have to make sure everyone was taken care of during lunch and like lunch I was also working. So I didn't really. See, my interest in doing your position is zero <laughs> yeah but it would stop at get the actors lunch i'm like there's not enough money well that was a fun episode <laughs> <laughs> yes it was um thank you for reviewing that with me yeah of course thank that you. was one of my favorite episodes of the season so far yeah i thought too. there were lots of funny parts in there yeah i i, I that's definitely i think that's in my top my top five so far your top five yeah so far um evan people don't know this yet because i haven't brought it up you're an incredible musician and you have a band is it called twang clark so that's like my music like my solo music and then i play in a few other bands and record or like produce some other bands like uh, recorder producer musician soloist what can't you do Wow. A lot. Everything. <laughs> um, where can people find your music and listen to you and follow you? Um, I have new music that's going to be coming out soon in the next like two months. I don't have a specific date yet, but um, um, but yeah, on Spotify, yeah, you can find my music under Twain Clark or Harvey Trisdale is another one of my bands. Harvey and... Trisdale. I'm going to put this all in the notes below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can send you the, the, the name because it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, I have weird names for my, my projects. But yeah, because uh, your name isn't Twang Clark. No, no, I just think it's like, I, I don't want it to be my name, especially if it's like my own music. Because then if, it, if somebody hates my music, it's like, I hate Evan Rash's music. But if it's some little douchey, uh, yeah. It's kind of like when you're acting versus doing stand-up. Oh, yeah. If they're acting, it's like, oh, I don't like that character. But if you're doing stand up, they're like, I don't like that person. Yeah, it's I get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's largely to do that. And also just because, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have a fun time making like these stupid names that don't mean anything. And, um, and you can follow you at Twain Clark on Instagram as well, mm -hmm. which yeah. uh, just I imagine you post about your music and upcoming shows there. Yes. I post there when I have to, you know, I'm, okay. I'm not great at social media, I'll okay. be honest, but I, I, yeah, whenever there's stuff happening or coming out, um, it's, it's on there for sure. So, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So everybody go ahead, give Twain Clark a follow and, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Fun. What a treat. Bye. So that was Evan Rash, ladies and gentlemen. He's so funny. I'm, uh, it was so interesting reliving some of those stories with him so i hope you enjoyed it i'm i'm really enjoying reviewing these episodes with you 
it's it's been a really fun way to watch the show. What did I do to chase my enthusiasm this week? Great question. I was in I I I was in New York this week and I got to say like the New York pizza, the New York dollar pizza was fun. It was fun being back. It was really cold, but I don't I don't mind the cold surprisingly. I do. I was very cold and I was complaining a lot, but I I like it cold rather than hot. I'd rather be cold than hot. Yeah, I think I just enjoyed being at the Netflix taping and being there for Christina and meeting meeting some awesome people that came out and I think that's I think it's something I'm always going to remember is this New York show that I did this weekend. So that was me chasing my enthusiasm. And now I'm just going to take a couple days off. I'm going to relax. I really want to get a massage. Am I so bougie? Am I so bougie? Who am I? Like, I want to get a massage though. That That's it. That's that's the end of this week's show. Next week, I am going to be back with episode six and continue laughing at Larry David. And remember, if you're interested in purchasing any gifts, check out littlewordsproject.com to get a, a really cute bracelet. These bracelets are really in. I keep seeing like trendy people wearing them. So that's how I know they're in. They're like really stylish. All right, get out there and chase your enthusiasm.